and welcome to the Toxic Cooking Show, where we break down toxic people into the simplest ingredients. I'm your host today, Lindsay McLean, and with me is my co-host... Christopher Patchett, LCSW. Wow, look at you go. (laughs) So today, we have a very exciting topic that I know you are looking forward to, and that is we're going to be talking about... (gasps) Do you remember what we're talking about? Toxic women. Toxic women. You are correct. Those are the type of women that I always go for. Are you sure? Because I think you're going to learn something interesting in today's show. Ooh, I'm looking forward. So, I mean, to start off, tell me what you think toxic femininity is. I, I think of toxic femininity as the type of woman that is overly needy uh, mm-hmm. and is looking at relationships as a means of gaining money. Okay. So needy and money. Pretty much. Yeah. Those are the two. There's nothing else that you would say is like the toxic female. I I would definitely say that there's probably a lot more to it as far as like, you know, uh, whether it is controlling or whether it is uh, argumentative. Uh, So I think there's like a whole list. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, for me, I've just gone for the, the, the needy type. The needy type. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. It happens. So for toxic femininity, there's definitely a difference between that and toxic masculinity. I've noticed if you ever do like a Google search, you'll see that toxic masculinity turns up just, thousands upon thousands of pages like there's so much that's been written about it. there's so much that you can find on social media about what is toxic masculinity where did it come from i mean you've talked about that um people who've written articles I mean, d- dating back what 20 30 years that we've had this idea of like the alpha male um and you don't really find that interestingly for toxic femininity uh it seems to be a much newer concept yeah, I was going to say, like, it, it's, I mean, I really never heard of toxic femininity uh, up until maybe the past couple years that has really kind of made a, a, an approach. And it's been about the same for me, even as a woman, that we, we've talked about toxic masculinity constantly, it feels like, for the last five-ish years, maybe a little bit more. It's definitely been there in my conscious for a while. And toxic femininity is not something I see people talking about. Um, Very rarely kind of will pop up. And it's only been more recently, I think probably because I've been researching stuff for this show. (laughs) (laughs) But I've been meaning to see more about it. You're like, oh yeah, this is actually a thing. (laughs) Yeah, I I have seen like a couple of times where like uh, somebody like an influencer on uh, Instagram or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, saying go alpha male or go alpha female. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, yeah, that's only I've only seen that a, a very few times as opposed to the go alpha male has been around for a good 20 years that we we've heard that ever since like the internet was around. Yeah. Uh, but it's been more recent that we've seen the problems of it. Yeah. I think as people have started talking about on social media, it's one of those things that's a very like catchy, trendy sort of topic that everyone has an opinion on it. And it's the type of thing that you can say anything about it 
and people from both sides are going to jump on and just pile on each other. And then your comment section is going wild and your video takes off and you get internet famous. <laughs> you only stand to win from it. So alpha females are an interesting one. Um, in researching this, I found all sorts of varied information on them. Some of it links up directly with like the alpha male. So you know, the alpha female, she's strong, she's in charge, she knows what she wants. She's a go getter. She's a boss. Um, you'll see that side. And then you'll see the side that's a little bit more feminine coded. It's like, she's a mom. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure what the connection between being a mom and being an alpha female is. Yeah, I I mean, when you first started with, uh, you know, she's a go-getter and I was like, okay, that, that's, she's, you know, she's a mom and like, okay, well, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, I think that's where things just get a little bit muddy between like, you know, boss babe and girl boss. And there's, there have to be some differences between like the alpha female and a boss babe and a girl boss. I mean, between boss babe and a girl boss, I'm not actually sure what the difference is to be quite honest. I, I don't think there is one. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Hot take on that one right there. Don't um, I'm sure someone will come for me in the comments about that. Be like, no, no, the difference is actually this. But as it is, you, you have that. You also see stuff like the alpha female, the beta female, the gamma, um, delta. It, it goes out of order, which personally hurts me on a very deep level that we didn't if we're going to use the greek alphabet let's follow the greek alphabet in alphabetical order which it didn't <laughs> i just I, I have to categorically disagree with it as a result <laughs> you're, you're you're like okay you know like toxic femininity that's that's bad but here's where it really gets bad is well, with the greek you alphabet. messed up the greek just... alphabet order i can't <laughs> i cannot condone this <laughs> And that appears to be mostly kind of a copy off of the male one. So the alpha male, the beta male, the, the gamma male, um, it appears to be that, but just for women that I think we haven't quite decided as a society what that is. But in terms of toxic femininity, I did start to see a certain number of ideas coalesce. And so before I was doing a lot of research for this. I went and asked like all of my female friends, you know, what is toxic femininity for you? And interestingly, there was a huge array of answers. Whereas for toxic masculinity, I think, you know, you and I would say about the same thing. And most of my friends were saying the same thing that fell within a very kind of set box. Um, and toxic femininity seemed to kind of range from, you know, oh, it's women who like, steal your men it's women who have these like absurd demands for dates and like you have to pay eight hundred dollars and i want you know a bouquet of 36 roses and i want to go to a fancy restaurant um to women who are just like nasty to other women all these kind of different answers to what was a like toxic female and these were from women kind of coming through so in my research i did find some ideas and none of them are what you said at the beginning of this okay okay so i'm i'm curious <laughs> to see if they are because from what you're saying of like the 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 girls that you've interviewed mm -hmm. um it's definitely those would definitely be things that i would kind of put into that as well so yeah, i'm now all, curious to see yeah they're all things that you look at and you're like yeah that is toxic behavior 
to say somebody who's you know demanding stuff on the first date somebody who's like nasty to other women and taking them down like i agree that both of those are toxic um but do we all agree that you have to have all of these things to be a toxic female i don't know so the internet tells me that toxic femininity um what you're going to see here are women who are like super docile um, they just accept control. Uh, it's the man who decides things. Um, and that kind of plays into this hyper femininity that goes under toxic femininity. In other words, you're saying that the female that is kind of matching up with what the alpha male wants. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. this is new. This is new. I see. Yeah, I figured that this was going to be kind of mind open because it was mind opening for me. Mind blowing, not mind opening. Um, that all of this is the females that the alpha males, you know, want to get like, oh, she's this again, you know, hyper feminine. That's what they want. The very docile, um, other things that you see being very passive, um, compliance, submissiveness, cooperation, politeness, empathy, home and family oriented values. Now, some of these aren't necessarily bad things. Like I think cooperation is a good thing. And empathy is a good thing. Like, we could all have a little more empathy. I definitely would could use that in today's world. <laughs> Always use more empathy in today's world. <laughs> but certainly that's the type of thing that can be taken to an extreme. Um, especially, I think, when you mix it with, like, so you're very empathetic and you're also, you know, home and family oriented and you're, you know, self, like, always taking care of other people and that type of thing. Um then it can turn into almost a negative trait. Okay, so yeah, I can definitely see that. If you're mm -hmm. if you're putting that empathy into uh as like the main thing or mm -hmm. being docile to the point where the other person has absolute control, mm -hmm. um yeah, that's gonna be bad for the family. That's gonna be bad for the, the children seeing that. Mm -hmm. Um and it's gonna be harmful in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. And so then the last part in this that also kind of fits in with all of the rest of it is that typically the toxic like femininity also involves policing femininity in others, as well as sabotaging others by abusing typically like feminine qualities. And this is something that I see a lot, unfortunately, on the internet. And we don't call it out necessarily as toxic femininity. Um, I think it just gets labeled as toxic behavior a lot of the time, but I see this on so, so, so many videos out there on Instagram and whatnot that you have a woman who has uploaded a photo or a video of her like doing something and God forbid, like she hasn't shaved her armpits or her legs. Um, God forbid that like, you know, her clothing doesn't fit her perfectly or she's, you know, five pounds too heavy and it's, it's women. It's definitely men who are piling on too. <laughs> um, but it's a shocking number of women who are also like, ew, babes, you need to shave. Like just saying really nasty things towards each other. It's like the Mean Girls, you know, like the movie Mean 100%. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I used to work at a Girl Scout camp. Um, and one of the things that we would do each summer during staff training is we would take all the staff around. So again, um, girl scout camp we had girls we did occasionally have male staff but they were in either like lifeguards or they were working at the barn so you're looking at you know 
150, 200 women like in one place every week <laughs> for the entire summer. <laughs> um, but we would take new staff around. Like one of our staff training activities was to go around with them and say, okay, bullying is going to happen. Like this is not a boys camp where they're just going to fight each other. Um, they're going to bully each other. And so let's take a look at here's the unit. Where is it going to happen? And just uh, help people identify places like, you know, parts of the bathroom, um, just like little secluded areas where counselors might not be able to see you, um, areas around the pool or uh, just any place where bullying could take place. And it, it, the answer is everywhere. The answer is every fucking way, unfortunately. <laughs> like the ones that you know, ah, oh, it's just this one spot. It's like, no, it's it's here. And it's true. That is unfortunately a lot of how girls fight. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So does that change how you see toxic femininity now? I can definitely see how that would play into the part. Because, yeah, I agree with you. I've seen it a lot in comments where uh, girls will kind of do the whole, like, you know, like, just as you said, uh, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, or you shouldn't be wearing that. Or it can definitely lower the other person's, you know, um, confidence within themselves. Oh, absolutely. So you know, I mean, here you are being judged twenty four seven, and mm -hmm. uh, not just about your content, but mm -hmm. also about is that is that dress too tight or is it too loose? Uh, because yeah, I mean, they really go deep into it as well. Oh, it's everything. You can find <laughs> every type of comment on there, picking at like the littlest things, like your nails. You need to get them done. Okay, this is not. <laughs> we're talking about something that's <laughs> completely unrelated to anything to do with self care, and yet somebody saw their nails, and they're like, <gasps> "There's like a tiny little nick on the edge." You know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of toxic femininity. <laughs> so then my question is, where does this idea that you've experienced of like the women with the crazy demands for dates and all of that, do you still think that that should fall under toxic femininity under that like name or do we need a new name for it? Um, It's almost this like new wave of, uh, dominant type, uh, mm -hmm. where that's what I was talking about. And that's where a lot of your friends were talking about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it would definitely be like a, a new category. That's what I was thinking too, because toxic masculinity certainly does hurt other men. Um, but it's the main goal is not to hurt other men. I would say the main goal is to go after women for toxic men. Whereas toxic femininity, the main goal does seem to be other women. That's who you're focused on, as opposed to I'm being a gold digger and making the most out of men, or I'm trying to milk them for all they're worth. But also it doesn't, gold digger doesn't quite seem to be the right term here. Because yeah, it's, it's totally just like two different things. It's totally mm -hmm. like one, one you know, one type is the girl who has seen this, you know, 1950s Donna Reed mm -hmm. uh, lifestyle and striving towards that type of life. Yeah. And saying that every female should strive towards this type of life. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have all the trad <clears throat> wives who are out there just 
making these videos about how perfect it is to sit at home and serve your husband and all you harlots and hoes out there, you need to get in line because God's going to judge you. <laughs> and then on the flip side, you have this other category of I am the absolute dominant person in this relationship. Yeah. And men should bow to me. Mm hmm. Because that is toxic on, on both ends to have somebody who comes into a relationship and, you know, we all make fun of the guys. I don't know if you've seen these videos online of, um, there's like a guy who left a message for a girl being like, Hey, had a great date, but like, I was really offended that, you know, you chose the place and like, that's my job. So here's how this is going to work. You're going to call me back within 24 hours. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> you've, you've seen, I don't know if it's like the same audio. Like, I don't know if it's true or not, but like that one has gone around and we can all agree that that's really toxic. Like that type of controlling behavior is gross and not acceptable. And I think we need to agree too that women coming out and being like, again, I expect thousands of dollars just being showered on me for showing up to dates is a little extreme too. I think that like, you know, like you have the extreme of uh, toxic within the relationship and to mm -hmm. versus toxic uh, within each other. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, one is I'm the dominant person in this relationship. You should be paying for me. Mm -hmm. uh, you should be happy to be with me. Mm -hmm. uh, I could have any guy I wanted, blah, blah, blah. Whereas the other toxicity is, you know, you should be serving your man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't serving shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it is definitely, you know, because in all reality, it, it's, um, I always say like, you know, like, um, you know, there's always, uh, extremes to everything yeah and you know kind of finding that middle ground so i mean uh i even say like with anger mm -hmm. you know uh it's unhealthy to for anybody to go out there and like start beating the shit out of anybody because they're <gasps> angry what <laughs> man <laughs> but but also on the flip side is absolutely unhealthy to bottle up your anger mm-hmm uh, because that's going to cause depression and all these, you know, anxiety and things like that. And it, it's even, you know, a ticking time bomb. Time bomb uh, well, yeah, it's going to find its way explode. out. Yeah, it has to come out somehow. <clears throat> so, yeah, it, it just kind of seems like there is, you know, with toxicity in women that you have both ends. You have, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the toxicity of the, the very docile weak woman who mm -hmm. uh is gonna support her family no matter what um you know even if the man is the alpha male uh dominant uh abusive and things like that mm -hmm. you should always stand by your man bullshit uh yeah. all the way to the other extreme of you know you know every man should be serving me mm-hmm it is true. It's this huge range in there. And that's what I had seen when I asked people. And that's a little bit of what I saw online was that we don't have this super set nice definition as of yet for what it is. 
but I think we need to come up with the definition. <laughs> <laughs> we are now the experts on the matter. <laughs> okay. So, and how would you classify these? Okay. So I think that there's two ways that you can kind of classify these. I think that I, I think that there's the Donna Reed toxicity. Mm -hmm. So it's the, the alpha woman where it's this, you know, good, charming, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, live this beautiful life, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, but at the same time telling like all these other girls of, you know, uh, well, that's too tight or your, your fingernails are kind of like, you know, chopped up or whatever, you know, the ultimate just... toxic female, <laughs> it's the <laughs> ultimate toxic female. Um, but it, it, but it's packaging a, like a, this nice little tight dress and, you know, uh, uh, standing by your man and got to put my makeup on. So that way I can cook dinner. And it's like, mm -hmm. uh, and then I would say the other kind is just your dominant where it's that, uh, you know, I expect, you know, this, this, and this from you, I. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I could have any guy that I wanted to. So if you do not provide these things, then fuck you. I'm just going to go find myself another guy who can provide me these things. Yeah. Which I guess technically is not necessarily a toxic thing in and of itself. But it can become that way. It can become. I mean, it's one of these things where, like, uh, I mean you can only go for so much yeah. before you're just, you know, using a person. Yeah. I think that's the line is that when it's saying, you know, here are my basic needs and wants. And if you can't meet that, I'll go find someone else. All right. But when it's the, I need money and more money and more money and more money and this and this and this and this and this, and this that's kind of gross to do that to somebody else. And to expect that right off the bat, like if yeah. you do not, if the date doesn't cost eight hundred dollars or more, then he's not even worth it. It's like, okay, you're you're just flatly putting a price on on you know that guy. Like nothing else. There's, you know, he could be the most mm -hmm. charming person on the face of the planet, but if he didn't hit that eight hundred dollar mark, then yeah, out. Which is unfortunate because I do see that a lot, not always in like a pure dollar amount, but I very rarely see women kind of coming in being like, yeah, if he doesn't, you know, offer stability and, you know, say super nice things and have like a really nice, smart, interesting job and make me laugh. You, you see that, but later it's more coming in on the first date being like, if he doesn't take me to a fancy restaurant, if he doesn't like pick me up and open the door for me and help me out of the car, if he doesn't give me like flowers on the first date. Or at least on the second date or something, if he doesn't, you know, greet me each time with a little present, I don't want this in my life. No, that toxic right there. Yeah. So, so that's what I mean by like, you know, like the, the dominant toxic. I mean, it's one thing to say, this is my needs, this is my wants, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, that's where we're going with it. But if you're going to say like, you know. Uh, right off the bat, like he better do this. Yeah, that's how a problem. The, yeah, how the how the fuck do I know? Like, you know what your needs and wants are. Like, right off the bat. Obviously, you just need to read her mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, thankfully, as a social worker, I have that kind of money that I can just blow off eight hundred dollars on every date that I go on. 
Yeah, so I know social why... workers are rolling in the dough. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I do just to make sure. Like, you know, like I, I put the bar up there. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, $800 sounds about good. You know, I go on about two, three dates per uh, week. And, you know. I, I mean, I really think you should up it to 900 I, You know what? Actually, I agree with you. 900 is a... <laughs> is a... <laughs> next month. <laughs> Starting next month. Oh yeah. <laughs> Eligible ladies, you know who to go for. <laughs> Social worker Chris with all yeah. the loot. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything else to add to the I think on Maya knows anything else that you wanted to add? Any last little bit that you felt like needed to be said? Um, I think we pretty much covered it all. Then we've covered it all. All right. Take us out. So I'd like to present to you a a ranking system that we can classify these things as. You know, we are the toxic cooking show. Um, So I think it would make sense if we have maybe a couple ingredients that we can use to kind of rank how toxic we think a specific topic or person or whatever is. Um, So first we have the green potato. Green potato, um, it it will make you sick if you eat a potato that's green. This is true. It's not going to kill you. And it's also pretty obvious that maybe you shouldn't be eating it. I think most people by now know, like, don't eat those ones. So that's that's our lowest ranking. Then we have the death cap mushroom. Um, It's a type of mushroom that has a lot of similarities with other really common mushrooms that you can forage um, that are very edible and normal. However, this one has poison that can withstand being cooked so even if you cook it it is still toxic within six to 12 hours it will leave you with abdominal pain vomiting bloody diarrhea and in 50 percent of cases uh people end up in a coma or dead however that's only 50 percent of cases mm, that sounds good i know hey 50 50 chance of surviving and dying that's why it's our middle one you know green <laughs> potato is not going to kill you death cat mushroom 50 50 And our final most toxic ranking is going to be antifreeze. Delicious in lime jello, and it will be your last meal. So in this case, how would you rank this? Would you say it's a green potato, a death cap mushroom, or antifreeze? I think that this could either be a green potato or a death cap mushroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on what extreme the other person's going on to. So if it is this, uh, you know, that they're going off on Instagram and they are, you know, spreading these whole things like nonstop, mm-hmm. then they're ruining a bunch of people's lives. Yeah. Um, but if it is just this, <clears throat> you know, living at home and, uh, you know, living this Donna Reed type life, mm-hmm. then yeah, you know, it, it's kind of probably would want to live a better life, but you know, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Green potato seems to be maybe like several green potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like a big one that's really green, um, but it's not, th- there are far worse things. Um, and I think that this one is one of those ones you could probably pretty easily avoid. You see it, you avoid it, you don't get sick and, or die. 
I would, I would say one more thing on that is the reason why I also kind of put on the death cap is that with some of these, uh, you know, alpha women, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, abuse does come into play That's true. and still having that whole idea of like, well, I got to stand by my man, no matter what, mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely going green or uh, death cap. That's true. It can it can get into death cap territory. I'm still going to stick with my green potato just to be a problem and be different from you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to agree on this every time. <laughs> but you guys should let us know what you think this is. Is it a green potato? Is it a death cap mushroom? Is it antifreeze? Also, feel free to let us know anything else you think about the show. If you have any topics you want us to cover, anything you think we did fantastic, anything you think we did wrong. Um, We're just going to delete the emails that are mean to us. So, I mean, you can still send them, but we don't take criticism. And if you want to send us criticism or helpful advice, uh, show uh, topics or anything like that, you can write to us at toxic at awesomelifeskills.com. Thanks for listening to our show. Tune in next week. 